me, it's 7.20 p.m. on August 8th, 2022, but for you, it's another episode of The Media Files, a podcast brought to you by RPGera.com. The Media Files is an all-purpose pop culture review to help you get through those boring water cooler conversations. I am your host, Kyle, and with me in my ever-evolving second chair is back for the first time in a while, and not for the last time in a while. We've got some good movies coming up. Jeff. We've got some good ones coming up. Welcome back. To the media files. Thank you for having me. And another uh, great film. Another great film we're talking about. We uh, earlier this year we talked about the movie X on the oh. media files, and we've learned recently that the movie Pearl will be coming in September, which September is the prequel to X. Sixteenth, something like that. Something yeah, like that? I don't know the exact date, but we will absolutely be talking about Pearl on the Media Files once we get around to uh, checking that out, and I think that we definitely need to check that out on opening weekend, because Uh, that's going to be a treat. There's no reason not to go out that weekend. What's her her name? Uh, Which? The the actress. The actor. Oh, shoot. Shoot. She's Um, so good, though. She was so good in X, and she looks like she's going to be... Really freaking good in Pearl, too. Come on, internet, go faster, go faster. Go faster, internet. That's not what I was pulling up. If you type in X movie, some of the options that pop up yeah. are not what yeah. you would... Uh, you, uh, they were, they're exactly what you would expect, to be honest. Mia, Mia Goth. Goth. Gosh darn it. There we go. I'm really I'm really excited for that because I did like X so much. It was so goofy. Seriously, that one? Black Phone? No, Black Phone is actually going to be an upcoming episode. Is it? On this podcast. When are you watching it? Probably next week. Next yeah. weekend? When Maybe. I'm gone? Well, can, I, you, can you... We'll it? wait for you. Perfect. Yeah. Because I I want to watch Black Phone really bad. Uh, um, me too. I've me heard too. multiple good things about Black Phone. I like Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke is having like the oh, Ethan Hawke renaissance. Like, renaissance yeah. of sorts. He is. He's in everything and everybody's loving him and I'm loving him and his daughter's everywhere. And Ooh, You know what else I heard was really good was Nope. I, okay. And that's the, that's the other one that I really do want to eventually get around to watching, but I just haven't had a chance to go so, to the theater same, yet. Same. And we, we almost did, but we watched... Prey instead. We did, and we're talking about that this week. We are talking about Prey. Prey is the newest and fifth official entry in the Predator film franchise and follows Naru, a skilled Comanche warrior and hunter, as she sets out to prove herself to her tribe while simultaneously protecting them from the interstellar killing machine. Prey was directed by Dan Trachtenberg and stars Amber Midthunder, Dakota Beavers, Michelle Thrush, Stormy Kip, Julian Black Antelope, Dane Diliagro. It was released exclusively on Hulu in the United States on August 5th, 2022. Um, we, yeah, we watched this on Lindsay's birthday the other night. We all went out to dinner and then I was like, you know what we need to watch? We gotta watch, we Prey. Gotta watch Prey. And this wasn't on a lot of people's radars, I think. I think that as word of mouth kind of spreads about this movie. Just mine. Yeah, you were on, I was on it, the girls were like, no, <laughs> no thanks. We and we're like, it. no, trust no. us. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be good. Um, and that's saying something because this is coming, like we talked about, the Predator franchise, mm-hmm. which is historically usually not great. And yeah. I think if I've, I've not watched all the Predators. I didn't watch the one 
one from a few years ago that had uh, Sterling I, K. Brown in it because I heard it was so awful. I heard it was just mm-hmm. I heard it was just terrible. I've only um, seen the first one to be honest. I like the first. The one. first one's good, but yeah. it's a, like it's good, but it's also like good because it's a classic. Right. Everybody is like, oh, Predators, like one of the it, one of the OGs. Yeah, it's a it's a staple of this mm-hmm. sci-fi action horror, right? Yes. And and often I think not coincidentally gets lumped in with the Alien franchise. Uh, even though I do like the Alien franchise more, I think that... Those that, first two films are phenomenal. They are phenomenal. And I mm-hmm. think that I'm an apologist of uh, uh, Alien Covenant. Everybody hated that movie. I mm. actually kind of liked it. I liked it more than Prometheus. Well, I was going to ask you about Prometheus. Yeah, I didn't love yeah. Prometheus. I thought Prometheus was mostly stupid. Um, Alien Covenant was sort of stupid. <laughs> and so there were, <laughs> there were parts about Alien Covenant that I really enjoyed. Anyways... Uh, you know, this started to get some really good word of mouth mm-hmm. right as it came out, and uh, we ended up watching it. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about Prey? Uh, I think there's there's two things that first come to mind. Is one, we were sitting at dinner, and we pulled up the Rotten Tomatoes, and we were surprised that they were in the 90s. Yeah, this is a Not mid-90s. expected. Right. So, I mean, it's, a, a it's an action movie. It's a Predator movie. It's an action movie. They're usually not really highly revered. Um, pleasantly surprised. And then... As I'm sure all the viewer knows, all the viewers know, when we have a movie night in the evening on a Saturday night, you're out. Decent chance that I'm not gonna make it through the whole movie. Yeah, I 80, have long Saturdays. Eighty-five percent chance you fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Fifty to fifty-five percent chance I fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Both of us wide awake the whole time. Yeah, I was into this movie. Yeah, it's hard to fall asleep uh-huh. during this, and and because this movie is a is a tight hour and a half. I think it's just over an hour and a half long, mm-hmm. and it moves. I mean, this I wasn't movie doesn't ever sleep. bored. Yeah, and it just goes and it goes the whole time. Uh, now, Dan Trachtenberg is the director of this movie. Previously, he did Ten Cloverfield Lane, which is um, the follow up to Cloverfield. Which sure. both of those movies I really enjoy mm-hmm. because of the tension in those movies. Ten Cloverfield Lane is wildly intense wildly mm-hmm. i mean you're on the edge of your seat the entire time because of the performances of those characters and just how tense that situation is and i absolutely loved it for that reason this movie's the same i think he's mm-hmm. i think he's really found his niche for dialing in the tension of a movie like this mm-hmm. this movie shocked me in so many ways that i didn't expect it to i expected kind of just a run of the mill fun action movie mm-hmm. but ended up getting like this really cool story about this mm-hmm. main character Nar- like I said, mm-hmm. she's a Comanche warrior. And, you know, between the four of us, Lindsay and I and you and Kaylee, we do talk during these movies a little bit. And we discuss some things that we mm-hmm. see or feel during the movies. And we could not get out of our mind the, the Comanche people in this movie and the costumes that they were wearing mm-hmm. and how they're represented in, their, in terms of their language. And it almost felt like they were phoning it in at some point because mm-hmm. it was just it just looked almost phony i don't know if that's i don't know if that's right <laughs> where we were talking about that we're they're either doing such a good job with the costumes or we're so or used missing to it, it and they're missing it entirely but then like it just it's awkward to watch so right either, it's either so good when it turns we, out that it, that's the case they right they, they hired a lot of native representative cast for this film all of the cast are are native mm-hmm. but blood and they do a lot of research on the appropriate wear and the really appropriate good music the language mm-hmm. that they use is very very good there's 
Also, oh, you're probably about to say what I'm. Yeah, about to there's say. a dub of this film in Comanche. In Comanche that you can watch on Hulu. You can that's go and so watch cool. this movie in Comanche also and watch it with English subtitles. I think that's brilliant, and I think it's a really cool way really to show cool. this off. Uh, and and not for nothing too. The main actress is just phenomenal, Amber Midthunder, mm-hmm. who I've seen in a few things before, and I didn't what recognize that I had seen her before. Yeah, well, I guess I'm probably the same way. Yes, but she's Avatar. really, really fantastic. She also, her brother in the movie, played by Dakota Beavers. If you haven't, if you don't know who he is, don't feel bad. This is his first movie he's ever done, and he does absolutely incredible. He's I was, I was so blown away good. by him, and you can. Search him on YouTube also. Oh. He's got a song called uh, Tumbleweed, Tumbleweed that is just rad. This guy can sing. Like Smooth he, as molasses, like this guy's w- voice. You Holy wouldn't expect smokes. him to, but man, is it good. Uh, this movie does do a lot of things right with, I think, the script and the planning of the movie. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things. We're not going to go into deep spoilers about this movie, but some of the overall ideas and, and things that happen in the movie we'll talk about. And I think one of the things that just kept sticking out to me was the Chekhov's gun in the movie, right? The old the old trope of Chekhov's gun. If there is a gun in a scene, that gun will be used later in the movie, right? Or in yeah. the book, right? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's you know, in the cabin, if there's a gun hanging on the wall, it's going to be pulled out to fight something. That gun's going to be used later in the mm-hmm. in the book or in the movie. Yeah. This movie is full of Chekhov's guns, right? <laughs> Anything yes. that you see in this movie is going to come back to haunt you later or haunt somebody later haunt somebody, um, good or bad and it's really good that way i think i it caught me off guard multiple times mm-hmm. um but it's kind of fun to like wait a second we've seen this yes and it happens over lot. and over again but i do think that this movie is is really good for new viewers of the franchise for new viewers of mm-hmm. predator but also people who are familiar with the predator franchise too there's a lot about this movie that you're going to catch if you're familiar with the Predator mythos. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot, I think, that you can catch if you really pay attention to both Naru and her brother, Tabe, Mm -hmm. or you pay attention to the Predator as well. There was a scene really early in the movie where the Predator is watching multiple animals kill each other, right? Mm-hmm. There is a rat on the ground. The rat is taken out by this thing, which is taken out by this animal, which is taken out by this animal. Mm-hmm. And then that animal gets taken out by the Predator. Mm-hmm. And this entire this entire theme that runs throughout the, the course of the movie, the Predator versus the prey, who's hunting who, right, just resonates throughout the whole movie. But I think it's brilliant. And when you think that these Predators... Are are they hunt for sport, right? The predator right. predator it's, comes to Earth to kill for fun, and so, he's and he's searching for the biggest, baddest hunt that he can possibly find. Yeah. And so, when you're watching that scene, he kills this. I think it's a rattlesnake that he ends up mm-hmm. killing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But then later, it's a wolf, and then later, mm-hmm. it's a bear, mm-hmm. until he finds out that bear's not apex in this in this jungle, right? There's something else, there's something and else. so and so you really do. There's a lot of character building just just in the showing, and, and it's not so so in your face that they're just like telling you how the predator works. Once you pay attention to how the Predator is functioning on this planet, there's a lot of character building in -hmm. the Predator himself without a single word of dialogue from him. Mm -hmm. And I think that that 
is just masterful script writing, Mm -hmm. masterful planning from the from the creators of this movie. I was I was really impressed. And the more I think about this movie, how well fleshed out the entire plot and every scene of this movie is. Yeah, I want to watch it again because I I think there's things I missed even. Oh, I'm positive. And I'm just so impressed by that. Yeah. And I I like this historical thriller type deal. First off, I, I mean, we talked about it. I've seen the first Predator and I thought it was really cool. The, as a sci-fi the, movie, as a right? sci-fi movie, the thought of a predator, future, lots of technology appearing in it was seventeen nineteen. Seventeen nineteen is when this movie takes place. Yeah. Just drops himself on Earth, and it's him versus the Comanche. Yeah, and it's oh, it's so rad. And French trappers, right? And we French do get trappers. some French trappers and settlers that get involved. That was always that. That was interesting too when they showed up. I was not expecting that to be thrown I wasn't into. either and but well, it's very interesting mm-hmm. and actually you know shows kind of some historical light on the situation mm-hmm. as well they make a really interesting choice of never translating anything the French say which alienate yep. the French to you in this movie too oh, I thought yeah. that was very very good uh, I mean you almost feel like they are the enemies at some point and you forget about the predator right well, which is they are which is jerks. very interesting yes they are <laughs> uh, but it's but it's a lot of fun uh-huh. and i think that it does a couple things for the movie overall i think that it lends itself overall to a little bit less action you actually get a really cool story about Comanche warriors, about mm-hmm. early settlers in the Americas. Yeah. And you can focus on the tension of this ultimate killing machine roaming around the woods, mm-hmm. which is something that I think a lot of movies need to focus on more and don't focus on enough. I, I think that's been my biggest complaint with the Aliens movies, past Alien and Aliens, mm-hmm. is is a focus away from the tension of something creeping around trying to kill you. Mm-hmm. That's where I think these movies shine, mm-hmm. and that this Prey does it really, really freaking well. I was, mm-hmm. I was really happy that they steer away from guns, commando, blood squirt, spray, booms, right. you know. And focus on just how scary that predator versus prey relationship can really be. Mm-hmm. And if they're going to keep going with this movie franchise, I would be really happy with this formula, right? I think it'd be cool if they draw. I don't want them to overdo it, but if you pick just a, just maybe two more. Yeah, well, there's different time periods. Maybe there's a couple more planned. I don't know. There is a rumor, and okay. it's not been confirmed, but there's a rumor that the next one will be set in like shogunate era Japan. That would be so cool. Which would be so rad. That will be... <laughs> very, very rad. Now, I'm a big fan of samurai cinema anyways. We've talked right. about it on this podcast before that I've, I have absolutely love Akira Kurosawa and all he's done for Japanese cinema and samurai cinema and how that kind of you know, translated into Western cinema in the United States and the relationship between those. I'm just a big fan of how that all worked out. I wish we had more samurai cinema right now. Anyways. Well, maybe that'll be the catalyst. I would just... I guarantee you it kills it. If a Predator movie Uh is the catalyst for the return of samurai cinema, could you imagine? Wouldn't that be just absolutely wonderful? And... I think it's a cool I think it's a cool era to do it in and I think it could be a really neat story. Like you said, maybe don't overdo it. But if Predator becomes kind of the Assassin's Creed of movies, right? Where yeah. everything yes, is set, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah. Everything's set in a different time period, mm-hmm. a different region of Earth, right? Mm-hmm. A different people, different skill sets. Mm-hmm. Because and, and and here's another thing I think that goes back into the Predator mythos. In the earlier Predator movies, which are a couple hundred years in the future, Predator does not have darts that fly out of his little dart gun that he uses the lasers for. He Mm -hmm. has a plasma cannon that shoots out of his shoulder. 
in this movie, it's darts. It's it's wooden or metal darts. Either metal. Yeah. yeah. And so the Predator is using a more primitive version of his own technology, right? What, cool and too. another thing, you're seeing the, kind of the development of the Predator species. I think their actual name, like, in the lore is, like, Yujata or Yutaja or something. I, I can't really think. I can't think of what they're called. We'll but see it, if it comes up. But yeah, yeah, but at, at any rate, um, you're seeing kind of the development of their own technology and their own you know hunt for prey hunt for sport and what that can look like throughout different ages i think we've got a a winning formula on our hand i would be really really happy if that's what happens yautja yautja or or hishkuten hishkuten yeah yeah anyway whatever i just think that that would make a really really good uh storytelling device i was really blown away we already mentioned kind of the costumes of this of this film Uh but the sets and the cinematography of this movie so good just blew me out of the water i want to go and camp in these places they're just stunning scenery right and and it does say calgary canada is where where it was filmed filmed. yeah it obviously takes place well that yeah that i guess is one thing i think i was looking up the comanche where they were from. It was the Great Plains is, is what it said at the beginning of the movie. It said Northern Great Plains, I believe, 1719, yeah, Northern Great Plains. Um, I, I think that was one of my biggest criticisms of the film was it's set in the Northern Great Plains and there's not a plane to be seen in this movie. It's well, all trees, yeah. woods, and rivers. Um, Could have used a little more Great Plains maybe. Well, However, yeah. Oklahoma, Texas, and New Mexico apparently are the general areas where the Comanche were. I don't know if it really looked like those areas. I've been to all of those places, and that's not the I was Oklahoma, say, that Texas, and New lot Mexico. More like Montana and, ca- and <laughs> Calgary. Kind of Cal- well, okay, <laughs> it should look a lot like Calgary, right? Um, but I was thinking Montana, so maybe but, they could have done better. But I, I don't know. It did. It did know. make just for a, a little lot of, mismatch there. But there, yeah, historical, maybe kind of sure. geographical inaccuracy. But does make for absolutely beautiful scenery. And I don't think that a Predator movie was where I was going to be most floored by cinematography. But I don't know that there's a movie I've seen this year that cinematography has played such a big role as it has in Prey. Hey guys, unfortunately at this point, somewhere either in the recording or the exporting process from our program, we did unfortunately lose the rest of the audio. I'm not sure exactly what happened with that file uh unfortunately but we were able to salvage the first 18 or so minutes of this episode but could not get back the rest of it really super apologize for that i know we had an audio issue just a couple of weeks ago and this is a completely unrelated audio issue after so many months of having no audio issues and now we have two kind of back to back really sorry about that I do want to thank you guys for sticking around to the end of this episode. Jeff and I both really, really enjoyed Prey. And if you get a chance to watch it, do so. It's on Hulu Plus. I think it's a fantastic movie. I, I've, I've been thinking about it for two weeks now since I've watched it. And so I've really enjoyed it. Go watch Prey. Let us know what you think about it. And uh, reach out to us in the RPG Era Discord or with the link in the show description. Or you can reach out to me on Instagram at Brewstoff. That's at B-R-U-C-E-T-O-P-H. I uh, do want to give a special thanks to Brian for technical assistance and the producers, Jexek and Zanku. And we will see you next week. Until then, be kind, be honest, and we'll see you later.